This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. I want to start off, if it's okay with you, honey, and the book of uh, Psalms in the Old Testament, Psalm 116, 1 through 2, says, I love the Lord, for he heard my voice. He heard my cry for mercy, because he turned his ear to me. I will call on him as long as I live. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's so awesome, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's always nice to know that someone's heard you, which is what that talks about. It says it in there. He heard me. He heard my cry. Yeah, you know, and if and if you've never given your heart to God, I mean, I mean I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. You just don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was listening to a pastor friend of mine one time, and he kind of gave this scenario um, at a men's meeting. And if you pictured yourself in a chair, and across from you was another chair, and in that chair was Jesus, what would he say to you? Looking at you, what would he say? You know what he'd say? I've been thinking about you all day long. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is so awesome to know that the God of the universe, he thinks about all of us every single day, all day long. Mm-hmm. You can't and, wrap my brain around it. I know. <laughs> I just can't. But it's true. And that's where we get into trouble in our house. Yeah. when we start trying to figure things out. And there's no faith in that. So I try to stop doing that, catch myself in my tracks. Right. And we just want to really focus on him. because, And also, you know, you, you hear me read from the book of Psalms a lot because it has such great messages. But in the Old Testament, Psalms 139, 17 through 18, says, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I, count, were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does that mean? Well, really? it's just so amazing, honey, that Jesus thinks of us as much as the number of the grains of sand in the world. And that every tear we've ever cried, he has in a bottle. I know. He just loves us. You You know, know, if you're a parent, I'm not, so I'm not going to try to speak from a parent, Mm -hmm. but I had a a dad I sure was um, crazy about and I knew was crazy about me. I can no way compare the deity of God as father to that, but I do have a point of reference that how much he loved me. And so just to think that God, the God of the universe, loves me a million times more than what I knew my own dad did is just mind-blowing. I mean, it just makes me want to strut and think, "Mm -hmm. mm-hmm, my daddy is God of the universe, and that makes me a king's kid. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is. You know, just to know that you are a child of the living God. Wow, man. Well, Scott, you're a parent, and uh, you know how much you love your boys. Mm -hmm. So how much God loves you is a gazillion times more than that. What is it? 
how do you, how well, does you that can't, make you, you can't wrap your, your mind around that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can try and say, oh, I understand that. Well, you're better than I am because I can't understand it. Mm-hmm. But, but because uh, we have these right. points of references, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just, uh, you're like, wow, I, I'm, it gives me hope. Right. And, you know, and it gives me faith, mm-hmm. you know, just to know that I know mm-hmm. that he loves us. And when I think back on my life at some of the choices that I've made and the things that I have done, I realized, you know, those were my choices. And once I got to that place where I wasn't blaming anybody anymore, accepting full responsibility and came to understand that I don't need to be blaming God. Mm. God is not a genie. You know, he is a God who loves me and he's also a God who's a good parent. And he let me learn some things that I needed to learn by those choices. Right. And and after all said and done, I realized I'm like, I didn't need to blame him at all. I need to take responsibility. And when I finally did that and realized, wow, God really does love me. And he mm. loves me the way a good dad would. That's right. And allow me to make certain mistakes and certain choices for the betterment, not to enable me so that I could grow. Well, I love you too, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's Balls true. and all. Yeah. You know, I when I was younger, uh, I didn't really come to know Jesus until my latter um, part of my life. When I was 40 years old. But when I was younger, I remember when I was six years old playing on a baseball team. And on my baseball team, there was a young, young boy named Paul, a friend of mine. But Paul couldn't hear. He had these huge hearing aids on, and because of his hearing uh, disability, he was very clumsy. Well, the coach would never put him in. And for the last game of the season, I'll never forget this, um, hmm. a couple of us walked up to the coach and said, Coach, you know, for the last series, it was the, it was, we only had seven innings. We were only six years old. For the seventh inning, would you please put Paul in? Mm-hmm. So the coach thought about it for a minute, and he did. And so there goes Paul, you know, he sees his name being put on the roster. And you should have seen his eyes and his smile. And so he ran out to left field, you know, and none of us, you know, at six years old, none of us thinking there would be a ball hit to left field. But I'll be darned, the second batter up, I'm sorry, the last batter up of the game got up there. And he hit the ball, where did it go? And went to left field. <laughs> and I remember I was pitching, and I remember looking over there and seeing Paul, and he, and he stuck his glove up with his eyes closed, and that ball went straight in his glove. And that was the last out, and the game was over. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone picked him up. <laughs> you still tear up. I know, I do. That was 44 years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember everybody picking up top Paul and putting him on our shoulders. Even the opposing team was cheering. Yep. And when I when okay. I came to know Jesus, I looked back at that time, and I know that God was thinking of Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and it was just so awesome. You know that no matter your your abilities or disabilities, your situations, good fortune or not, God is always thinking of you. Always. If you get a visual of that too. 
Wow, yeah. it's like something, some movie. It was. It was exactly like a movie. It was just awesome. I remember. I mean, he had his head turned with his eyes closed, and it's only God that made that ball go straight in his glove. It was so awesome. And an amazing portrait of Jesus uh, shining when you bless somebody else. That's right. That's just the way God works through people. You know, even though you may not know Jesus, He knows you. Mm-hmm. He is always there for you. Always. And let me encourage you, let Teresa and I both encourage you, please, that Jesus is thinking about you every second of the day, and He really loves you. You know, there's times when I wonder, um, you know, not if that's really true, but there are times when I just don't feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I get into trouble when I start depending on my feelings because they're so fickled. But I know that I know that I know in my heart of hearts that it's true. It remains true that he is always thinking about me. And and I try to stress to women that I work with for mentoring to think of themselves as his only child because God is everything. He's everything that you need. He's everything that I need. He's everywhere and everything to everybody. So when I say that, to see yourself as his only child is amazing. So he created us for his pleasure. He created us for his enjoyment. And so he just looks down on us. He's not always happy, just like any parent, with what we're doing. But he still loves us, and he's still thinking about us all the time. Yeah. All the time. And I had to myself get past the wrong ideas about God, the wrong misconceptions that he's a loving God. He's a loving God. Yes. What you know, you? and also, you know, it says in the scriptures, you know, that... Um, that we walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, we walk by faith and not by feelings. They change. Yes. You know, sometimes I feel like smacking somebody. <laughs> but if I wait I a better, little... I better sit back a little bit. <laughs> if I wait a little while, that will go away. And then I'm so glad and I feel glad that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Your feelings are fickle. They're going to change. They're going to change. So you got to go with what you know. Go with what you know not with what you feel. Yeah, you know what? I just think about about Jesus and and uh and we, we certainly hope that you're you're understanding the God that we know and the God that we love. Okay, um people say, "Well, he's over spiritual. He's super spiritual or whatever." You know what? No, we're really not. We just love Jesus. And we want you to experience the same love that we experience every day. And I just think of him as he walked that long, painful road, painful road of Calvary. And to think, and well, to know that he was thinking of you mm-hmm. every step he took up that mountain. Mm-hmm. And make no doubt about it. He chose to die so you could live mm-hmm. and myself. De- decision. Yes. It was a decision. Wow. You know, and one more Psalms, honey, out of 118. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. 
What can man do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I will look in triumph on my enemies. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, we're, we're not in this thing called life alone. Sometimes it feels like that. But again, it goes back to the F word. Sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I can step outside and realize that there are birds singing. They're alive. Look at the trees. They're alive. Look at nature. It's alive. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Um, that can come with my own thinking. And when I get to that place, I just remind myself, even if I had to make a list at some point, you know, of some things, again, like we have already discussed in another podcast, to be grateful for, remind me, I know he's thinking about me. It's just, I, I, I need, I'm so human. I, I need to have evidence. Yeah. <laughs> I need evidence. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's why that's good for me to go back, you know, in your journal mm -hmm. to remind myself. And that was the time he was thinking about me, and he showed up. He showed up for us last night just through a, an, an, a text from somebody. Yes. Just through a text. And uh, that's the way he works, and it always comes when I'm least expecting it. That's right. And then, you know what? It's always the perfect time. What better time for us to have gotten this wonderful email that we got from a close friend of encour for encouragement than right before we went to sleep? It was the last thing we talked about before we turned the lights out. That showed me what? He was thinking of us. That's right. And so many times, it's not that God hasn't shown up. It's that we haven't shown up. God always shows up. He just showed up for us today through a, a lunch that right. someone just, you know, favored us with. We weren't expecting. And it, it helped us with our day because we had a lot of things to do and that saved us some time. Came out of nowhere. It did, but we did our part too. Was God showing us through them that he was thinking of us? You better believe it. That's right. We knew he showed up and we showed up too. And when that happens, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a really good lunch. And, uh, but in all honesty, when that happens, that's when that's when the blessings flow. And that's God. You know, you might be in Starbucks line and somebody pays for your coffee ahead of you. Is that God? Of course it's God. Yeah. You know, certainly when the enemy, I mean, he's not going to tell you to do something that's going to bless somebody else, at least not the enemy that I'm familiar with. That's right. Well, you know. That's a whole other podcast. It is. <laughs> we, just, we just want you to have the opportunity to know that God is thinking about you every single day and every second of that day. And people will ask, well, how do you know that? How do you know that, that God is thinking about me? Or, or how do I do that? Well, how do you not know that? Yeah. Make a choice. Try. You can think he's not or you can think he is. Well, the way you can do this, the way you can know. Yes. Not feel, but know that he is thinking about you every day and is there for you is to give your life to him. I, I can't tell you any other way because I know no other way. There is no other way. In John 14, 6, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So if you're driving, do not bow your head. <laughs> but if you're not bowing, I'm bowing. If you're not driving, then if you would, bow your head and let's pray. Father God, thank you, Lord, for this time we've had together. Father God, we just pray for those who do not know you as Lord and Savior, and those who do know you and have walked away, that they would pray this prayer of salvation. Father God, we believe in you. We know that you're crucified, 
that you died and rose on the third day and that you've forgiven our sins. Come into my life. Be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Woohoo! Somebody, or maybe many people did that. Now, it doesn't stop there. That's right. This is a relationship. Relationships take time. Relationships take effort. Relationships take nurturing. So what we want you to do is find you a Bible-based, God-believing, fearing church. Yeah. Don't, don't not go to church if you can possibly help it. Because you need to be with other believers. You need to be with people of like minds who are going to encourage you now on your new walk. You can't do this thing called life alone. Find you some people that are on the same page with you that can continue to help you in this journey. And let us know, too. You know, yeah. Email us mm-hmm. um, at livingitup.org. Let us know that, that you've given your life to Christ. Or if you have any prayer requests or any comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. And one, one thing I want uh-huh. to add here is when you do make that decision to get into a church, uh-huh. pray about where to go to church. That's right. Let him lead you to the right church. I did not grow up that way. I always looked for a particular denomination wherever I was. And when I finally had the courage and let God lead me, he led me to a, a particular church. And that's when things really took off for me. So pray where he wants you to attend church. Yeah, a church that will encourage your personal relationship with Jesus. It's personal. And then guess what will happen? You'll start living Living it up. up. See you next time. Yeah, we love you all.